0: You are listening to an exclusive on pod Hub Network. Your city, your podcast.
1: The delight of this crowd.
0: McClendon marches down the dugout, steps with first face. McCutcheon's throw. The runner breaks to the plate. Here's the throw. He is out. The buck goes That ball's in well to left center field. Back toward the track. You are listening to the North Shore 9 Podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, make sure to
1: watch NS9 Live every Thursday on Twitch and help support by becoming a patron. Let's go Bucks!
0: Yo, good morning everybody. Welcome to Starbucks with Jim and DiNardo. I, of course, am your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, my co-host, Jim Rizzotti. Jim. How you doing this glorious Wednesday or Tuesday? I'm sorry we're early again.
1: Yeah, yeah, Tuesday. Um doing pretty good. I'm in I think this is day 14 of my uh of my quarantine.
0: So. Yes. <laughs> yes, I think the last uh, time we talked you mentioned how you're in quarantine, but no news. And uh yeah, I'm sorry to hear. Sounds like you're yeah. a bit under the weather, but Holding up all right?
1: Yeah, it's it's fine. It's basic. At this point, it's sort of just like a head cold. So yeah, I'll make it
0: through. (laughs) Awesome. Well, that's good to hear. So um, yeah, I guess since last week, a lot has happened. Man, I mean, it feels like a month ago, which really it was. You know, about a month ago offseason was going slow for everybody but especially Pirates after we endured you know last offseason as well uh, you know it just seemed like man here we go again Josh Bell was traded on you know thank or Thanksgiving yeah Christmas Eve he was traded which is a bit of a surprise did our emergency podcast for that but you know I think one of our things we're you know wondering this year is like is there going to be a whole lot of action um, I think Joe Musgrove made the most sense you know he probably was going to get traded after that who knows, right? I mean, we talk and talk and talk about how all these guys have plummeted in value. You know, so, like, what's Charrington going to do with that value? When's the timing of the trade's going to happen? Um, Joe Musgrove gets traded last week, right? We rushed to do this on Tuesday morning again. I left for Key West. You got COVID. Um, and then and then during <laughs> it, like, James and Tyone gets traded out. So, when we had this whole offseason of just nothing happening, Right, drawn out again, you and I and Tyler thinking about what are we going to talk about, creating things in our minds. And now it's like there's just a whole rush of, of things happening. So as mentioned, Joe Musgrove got traded last last week. Um, pretty big package, right? A lot of guys, a lot of things coming over. We talked about a little bit of them. And then, uh, and then yeah, on Sunday, on my drive home from Key West, of all things, Jamison Tyone gets traded now. And another type, I mean, a, a big package. I mean, there's a lot, you know, four, mm-hmm. four players coming back in this. So we're definitely going to talk about Jamison Tyon in this show. Definitely going to talk about this uh, this return. And I guess let's start it off with the fact, um, just very simple. Were you shocked that Jamison Tyon was traded um, basically right now, this week?
1: Yeah. No, I, I, I was not expecting this to happen. Um, mainly because I didn't think, I didn't think anybody was going to necessarily give up anything substantial for him. So I figured, hey, he doesn't really have much value right now. Let's see him take the mound, see if he can regain any any sort of value. So I mean, the guy hasn't pitched in a year and a half. Um, right. So so coming off a second Tommy John surgery, who knows what he's going to be? Uh, but yeah, I, I was surprised. I I um I didn't think I didn't think this was going to happen. Someone brought up on on Twitter too. I want to say I think it was Pat Lackey, but you know I wonder. It makes you think here. Like the Yankees gave up a pretty decent package here, but they were probably. I mean, I know I know Mackey said you know there were there were a few clubs that are interested in Tyone, but. You know the Yankees were probably just bidding against themselves. You know it was probably a situation where, you know, they were like, "Hey, we, you know, we're kicking the tires on Tyone and, mm-hmm. and Charrington." Was probably like, you know, we don't we don't have to trade him right now. We will if you offer us the right thing, right? So, it was probably more Ben naming his price on him, and and the Yankees were were able to meet it. So I, I'm I'm a little surprised, but hey, it's uh it's total total rebuild now
0: it's uh, it <laughs> well, is it is cool. completely being torn down so right um, and i'm with yeah. you now it was rumored that apparently tampa bay was in it to the uh-huh. the end as well uh or they came in later you know and there's some discussions but right i mean all i clearly heard was the yankees but clubs were interested so you're right mm-hmm. i mean we don't technically know it could have been a lot of inside stuff being leaked to generate you know traction here like all right well cashman you know like you said there's teams interested and i don't have to trade them so give me something i'm with you as a fact of i am shocked that he was traded um (laughs) i left key west you got covid has to be a country song (laughs) i think probably just posted that yeah i think that's a pretty good country song but you know He didn't have to get traded. He's coming off the second Tommy John. I think the fact that why I'm shocked isn't so much of Charrington's side, you know, and and Tyon himself in that sense. It's that I'm shocked that teams were willing to trade, and we'll talk about this. But with this, you know, this package here, something of value for Jameson Tyon without seeing him pitch one day coming off a second Tommy John. Like I'm more shocked that teams wanted him opposed to Charrington willing to trade him. So, and, and honestly, I think of all things that's been terrible, you know, with, with COVID and the situation of MLB and such, I I really think it's because of the, the nature of MLB that teams like the Yankees, right? The big, bad Yankees are willing to be, sorry, but I'm going to say it, cheap, right? To go after a Jamison Town. Like they would rather go ahead and give up some of these, you know, upside type prospects but not going to hurt their system to go for James and Tyone to bet on the risk and the cheapness to go ahead with the rotation because come on Jim let's be serious here you got Garrett Cole but you're like number 2 and 3 is Corey Kluber and James and Tyone. I mean are we again not going to call it the Yankees for being cheap <laughs> yeah
1: i mean they are they're, they're still under the the luxury tax threshold well now if so, they made that trade with the red Sox. a salary dump jim yeah, yeah yeah so they made the salary dump trade with boston so they're now under 210 million dollars and and yeah I mean, it makes sense because they're they're a team who could definitely go out there and just sign whoever they wanted but they uh they aren't <laughs> so <laughs> uh, they they decided instead to go the cheaper route yeah and get oh. and get Tayo to fill out that rotation
0: just want to throw that out there. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, he does come with a lot of risk. And that's why I've said here, I think I've said it on this show, but I was, you know, we've definitely in our, our text and such, back and forth and stuff. I, I don't think I would have been upset with virtually any return for James and Tom. You know, I, I think w- where I was at was, like, if we got a bunch of, sorry to say it, but if you got a bunch of, like, Will Crows, Then maybe, because you know what? There's not a whole lot of upside with him. You know, it's like, I I don't want just a pitcher in return to fill Jameson Tyron's spot. Let's get something with upside. And let's be honest here. Like, you know, looking at this, there was four guys. And for the most part, all four do come with upside. I mean, they're all young. The trajectory's way out there. But he got four guys for Jameson Tyron, who, again, I'm going to say coming off a second Tommy John surgery. The numbers aren't there to support that there's a good chance Jamison Tyone will be good again. The numbers are really against him.
1: Yeah, now I, I would say this. Like if I were to bet on anybody, you know, it's, it's Jamison Just He's gone through so much adversity in his career and, and just in his life in general that, you know, he's a guy that, I, that I'm betting on to, to bounce back. But you're right. I mean, th- this is a package that I don't think any other team would have came close to offering this. Um, all four of these guys, again, none of none of the four of these guys are like top ceiling guys. Like like, like we're not talking about any impact prospects here. But mm-hmm. all of them, like like you mentioned, they're young, so they they can still develop, um, and and all of them have some upside to them. Uh, we'll get into each individual one, I'm sure here later on, but I, there's not too much. Like at first when I saw this, I was like, eh, it's kind of, this, this seems like it's just a bunch of guys. Right. But then after kind of digging deep in it a little bit more, um, I, I really like the return. Like I said, none of these guys, I don't know if any of these guys jump into the pirates, top 10, maybe Miguel Yahore. you know, we'll, we'll see once these lists get updated. Um, and and I mean, we're seeing some things where you know Canaan Smith and and Escotto may be like borderline top one hundred guys next year. So who knows what's going to happen when these updated prospect rankings come out across the boards? Um, but this is a, this is a really nice haul. Like I think the I think the Pirates got more for Tyone than they did
0: for for Musgrove. And and you know what? They're, like you're not the first person to say that. Yeah. I mean, some of the evaluators of this trade you know have said that and i think i don't i don't know man like i'm with you like when i look at this deal when i first saw it of course you know twitter's going wild when it's released that the yankees are close with a deal so everyone's out there putting out their trade proposals and here's what we're gonna get and if it's anything different it's terrible and blah 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 so like you're seeing all these names and for the most part as always the names that you're seeing weren't even tied into it So, you know, I saw this deal and, and now of course, you know, again, personally myself, I'm, I'm on the go. So I can't really, really dive in it, but you're right. When I first saw it, I was like, well, those are different. (laughs) You know, the names and such, I was like, okay. And there's a lot of them. So once again, my mind's going to the, uh, quantity over quality thing. But the more I got to look into this and hearing people, especially you guys in the group chat, you guys are helping me out, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) You're right. It's like no, none of them are are there yet. You know, none of them are like okay, we're we got a decent product. Like a, even like in the Musgrove trade, we want to do it. Like the head, you know. I mean, he's there. You know, he's on that list. He's a recognizable name. He's not a finished product by all means, but he's there. He's got eyes on him. Mm-hmm. The thing about these four is it's like for the most part, they're not there yet, but they can get there, and all four of them can. So I think you're right. Like when you talk about the package, how it's better than the Musgrove deal, I think that's where it's at. Like no one is as good as like the headline was for Musgrove, but all of them, all of them can be. Whereas in the Mm -hmm. Musgrove, there really is just like two of them, I think. You know, for the most part. So that's why I'm I'm definitely intrigued with this because again, what are you looking at? You're looking at a guy who's coming off his second Tommy John. There's a very plausible chance that Jamison Tyone doesn't make it halfway through the season. You know, there's a very plausible chance that Jamison Tyone pitches, and, you know, especially in New York, you know, he's he's working with a a five ERA this year. You know, like, the thing about this trade to me is it has three trajectories, which isn't, you know, very uncommon to think about, but it can be a very, very, very good trade, an okay trade, or a very, very bad trade. But it's like two out of those three you're okay with this. The Yankees could mm-hmm. come out. Jameson Town could return to form. Be a very, very good pitcher. But there's also very good chances. This, this, this trade actually works out to be a very perfectly you know, fair trade or it could be mm-hmm. very, very terrible for the Yankees if Jameson Town doesn't do well. So to me, it's like, you know what? This is the type of deal I would need right now to trade him. Ben Charrington did hit on this with, you know, with getting that return, and I'm, I'm very pleased with it.
1: Yeah, I, I I'm I'm very I'm very happy with it. Like again, it it's sad to see the thing about rebuilds is it sucks as a fan because like you've seen these guys and you like these guys like Jameson Tyone was a guy who coming up through the minors, he was second overall pick. He received the highest signing bonus in the history of the major league draft. Right. So he, he's someone who Pirates fans expected, hey, he's gonna be part of 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 some winning teams, right? Right. And and he kind of arrived after,
0: after you know the playoff push that we had, um, which also was so, was very disappointing because he was supposed to yeah. like he was supposed to be part of that. That's when he got yeah. his first Tommy John,
1: which right. was very right. disheartening.
0: That's one of those moments too. Like I, I knew where I was. I was actually in a Panera Bread when that happened. If that's weird Ugh. enough, like when I saw the news, I mean it was so crushing because that was yeah. the year. You know, Cole now on making it. Uh, yeah. Anyways, go ahead.
1: Yeah, so it's it's sad to see him go because he he's been a he's been a part of this organization now for eleven years, right? Mm-hmm. Um and and, and so and, and again, I don't both of these guys who were traded, Musgrove and Tyon, like you couldn't have had better guys, you know, representing your organization. They they both have carried themselves just unbelievably both on the field and off the field. Very so true. You know, so that 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 part of the trade sucks. Like we're losing somebody who clearly was an asset to the organization and the community, right? Um, but but no, again, the the return. I, I I just it's hard to imagine coming up with something better than this, even if Tyone came back this year, pitched like he was pitching before. This is the type of return I would expect. Like this is the type of return I would expect for like a number three starting pitcher, Mm -hmm. you know, which say if he comes back and he is that, then that's, yeah. Again, this, this trade is, is the return beats out the Musgrove return. I think Hudson heads probably better than any four of these guys, but overall this package is just better than that Padres package. Yeah. Which is just shocking to me.
0: Well, there you go. I I don't know if I would have been okay with this trade if Tyone was basically his 2018 self. But at the same time he would have to build up. I mean, and you lose less control. Like to see that happen and prove himself, mm-hmm. you're trading with the deadline or next off season, you know, with again just one year of control left. So I don't know. Um but regardless again, like I don't, I don't feel like that's what I get at. Like if Jamison Tyon was pitching as like a number three, number four starter, right. Coming after a second, Tommy John, which even that defies the odds for the most part, this is a fair trade. Like you're saying. So that's why like, I don't hate this trade at all. This is actually probably, you know, again, now looking into it better than I would have anticipated for Jamison Tyon. If we got just two of these guys, I'd have been like, Mm -hmm. you know what? That makes sense. I'm cool with this. But the fact that we got four of them and looking into them, as you mentioned, seeing what they can do, you know, there's a chance that, you know, a couple of these guys can definitely be on the future Pirates roster. And to me, with the direction this club is going right now and the trades that they have made, it makes sense. Uh, I mean, this farm has really, really gotten deeper. And that's the one thing we talked about with this farm. It wasn't wasn't terrible to begin with coming into this offseason. Like it wasn't terrible. The issue was it had some depth here, but no like real stars. And man, Jim, like the depth now this this farm is tremendous.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say going into the off season, the Pirates had one of the most, one of the deepest you know farm systems in in baseball, and they've just added to it. Um, Fangraphs, I think, tweeted out that you know there, there's 26 prospects now with a with a um, future value of 40 or higher. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what you assign. So, I mean, just to kind of give you an idea, that's what you assign like a second round pick. If you draft somebody in the second round, that's a 40, 40 plus future value pick. Right. Mm -hmm. So this organization now has 26 of those. So there's 26 players in this draft that are basically second round talents or better. Right and, uh, again but the, the impact maybe not there. You know, you've got Hayes, Cruz, um Gonzalez, Priester, Priester you know, there's now. some some guys there, Priester now,
0: yeah. So, and, so speaking of that, just just to kind of pivot here, James and Tyone on apparently an exit video, which exit exit interviews are the hot topic now around Pittsburgh. But in James yes. and Tyone's <laughs> exit interview, uh um <laughs> with Rob beer temple. He, he talks about – which this was just crazy to me because I've never seen, I think, a player get traded away and then talk about their organization, like the guys that are going to be replacing them. But, uh, I mean, it's Jameson Tyler, like you mentioned, such a great dude. Of course it's going yeah. to be him. But, yeah, he had, like, nothing but praise for Quinn Priester, saying he's the real deal. You know, he Pittsburgh's got a good one in him. So, thanks, Jameson.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I, I think um... – the, the the organization is just flush with talent right now. Um, and I mean just odds are gonna tell you that that some of these guys are gonna pan out. Hopefully this hopefully we have a good development system in place now, a better one than we had before. That's really what it seems like Sherrington is now gambling on is mm-hmm. hey, let's develop this talent that we have. And if they're able to do it, then you're looking at having some 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 good. Some good talent coming up here in the next two, three years uh, because he has really loaded up um, this organization with, with, with a bunch of, with a bunch of guys who are who are all
0: talented and have upside. Um, just need to get there. And that's exactly what it is. And this trade again just, just really helps solidify that because um, you're right. You know the pirate system is still that way. there's, not, there's no stars in it. You can't compare it to, you know, the Padres because the Padres had very, very top end talent. They were deep as hell too, but they had very, very clear stars, top end talent. You know, of course, some like Tatis Junior has graduated. Um, right now, it's just depth, a lot of good depth. But the thing is, they're mostly young, and of course, we've. This is the other thing that complicates everything is we've lost the 2020 minor league season. Like this could have been the year. Some of these guys did take that next step. And, and now you're saying, Oh wow. You know, like look at this guy. He's really good. I like this trade, but we didn't get to see that, you know, especially with the young guys, you know, they could, a lot of these guys could have been hitting double a, like the upper minors to see how well, well they perform. And, and we don't get to see that. So that's the thing. Right. Like right now it's still very deep, but we're a few years away from some of these guys potentially becoming Right, like they're starting to hit that high ceiling, and becoming impactful type players. So, it, it seems to me like you know the overall rebuild, how it's going right now, the type of guys he's getting, he's getting. Yes, there's no clear stars, but there's a lot of potential. That you're right, it, it's all coming on the development side right now. Um, if they can develop these guys and have them starting hitting, you know, a lot of these guys close to their ceiling and stuff. You're right. Not only will we be deep in a few years, but not going to go out there and say and compare with the San Diego Padres but like that's what you're looking at. You know, you can definitely be a very very deep team with a lot of impactful players. And mind you, Jim, like we do have the number 1 pick this year. And mm-hmm. this roster tells us anything. If you can go to the Rivers Casino right now and bet like a million dollars that the Padres going to have a top 3 pick in 2022, I would do that. <laughs> if it were right, me right. and I won powerball, <laughs> I would flip that by betting all of my money that the Pirates are going to win. Uh, yeah, I say it that way. Win a top three draft pick in 2022. Because that's happening.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing that you got to look at here is not only have they done this through these trades. But, yeah, they're, they're about to add the number one talent in the draft. Um, they're about to add the next year probably the number one <laughs> talent but like you mentioned at least top three like yeah. they're they're going to lose a lot of games this if year if i
0: had a billion dollars um, i i would bet 250 million of that on the number one i'm, I'm very confident it's probably number one but top three for sure guaranteed yeah, there's they're gonna there's lose the a lot picks. Of games. Yep. so I, and, and yeah that's just gonna
1: that's just gonna add even more talent into the system and they're still again, there's still a cup. There's, well, there's a trade maybe to, to still be made mm-hmm. on this team when it comes to, to guys who can bring back some value. So um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's exciting to, you know, be able to talk about something. The major league team is probably not going to be very exciting this year, um, but there is, there is definitely going to be some things to watch. Um, I, again, this I'm excited. I'm super excited for this this minor league season, you know, because I said we didn't have it last year. So being able to see all these guys in 2021 play
0: competitive baseball, that's going to be, that's going to be great. Right. I'm with you. And uh, I mean, maybe we'll get into the process a little bit here individually. So as you mentioned, to start with the first one, Miguel, you hurry. Sign out of Venezuela, Jim, international dollars. International money, international spending, baby. So yes, uh, signed out of Venezuela for thirty grand in two thousand and fifteen. Um, he did have Tommy John. Now I look at it this way, and I think I mean it seems like a lot of organizations do as well. Like he had Tommy John in two thousand seventeen. We're talking about Tyone. I mean, not to sound ever critical, but when Tommy John, it's like eh, who cares anymore? You know, the second one is what's worrisome. Right. So he had the Tommy John and in my mind too. It's like all right. So he's gotten it out of the way. So we're good out of the way. We're taken care of. Um, But this guy, like is starting to rise through their system. As you mentioned, I mean, he's, he's got good stuff. His fastball is increasing in velocity. Uh, The one thing that jumped out to me too, like on the two arms that we got, they can spin it, Jim. And, you know, uh, we do like to talk about spin rates here and there. You know, there is some meaning to it. It's not the end all be all as well but that's something I definitely picked up and saw here. Is, I mean, these guys can spin the ball. Um so it's like if they can develop as we've been talking, like there's something here with these guys. So, you know, I said so Yahure has mentioned, uh he's 22, yeah. so he's closest um yeah, so Yahure he, he's the, actually
1: made the majors last year. So, he, he pitched for the New York Yankees a few games. Um he pitched 7 innings. Gave up one run. Struck out 8. Walked 5. So struggled a little bit with the control, but definitely you know he didn't he didn't uh he didn't blow up, right? He held his own right at, at age 22. Um, with with the Yankees last year so that was that was good to see and and yeah you mentioned the the, the numbers the spin rate the stat cast stuff all love him he's he's a starting pitcher um, mm-hmm. he's got the body for it he's got the he, looking at him pitch This just his wind up it's a repeatable delivery he, he looks like a starting pitcher in the majors and at eight, and, and like, he looks at, it at age 22 like he doesn't like he's it's not even like he really needs to grow into his body anymore. Like he looks the part, um, not overpowering stuff, um, but, but good enough. I think him, it's going to be more about executing his pitches is going to be the, the important part for him if he wants to be successful. But I mean, you look at his, first off, you look at his minor league numbers and they're off the charts, like great minor league numbers right. just dominated every level that he's been at. Uh, you mentioned the Tommy John surgery um but no i i think this definitely is the main piece of like if the, if you were going to i guess call a main piece right now Yahore is probably the main piece the guy probably has a shot at making the pirates rotation out of spring training um you know i, I wouldn't yeah, be surprised that's very plausible yeah. especially this yeah one i mean he yeah i mean he he could he could make this team as a starting pitcher out of spring training um yeah, but fastball 90 95 12 to 6 curveball you know very good slider cutter he's got five pitches so the guys the guy's got a full full um full repertoire um, but yeah I, I like him like when I was looking through through some guys he was he was someone who I who I definitely liked he's going to be someone who like I said high floor you know it seems like I so he's already in the majors at age 22 right, right he's he's somebody who should contribute on this team for the foreseeable
0: future there you go and so one thing about the the rankings I want to put out there so Baseball America has released their top 10 for every organization the updated ones for 2021 um Baseball Prospectus released their top 101 MLB's releasing their like top 10 positional like prospects, but no actual rankings per se. So what I want to say is he does slide, he, he is like the number seven prospect in the Yankee system uh, when he was there according to baseball America, which is updated uh, in MLB pipeline. He does slide to the pirates number 14 prospect, but those also aren't updated to this year. Uh, the top 100 MLB is going to be released like the end of this week. So the new ranking should be out soon. Um, I, Again, he's number fourteen the pirate system as of right now. I mean, that might stay, but still I mean you're like you're looking at him at fourteen he's still like above Bay right below Bolton. I mean again, it just it more goes to the show of how deep the pirate system is now. you know he is a definitely a talent uh, and right i'm I'm intrigued by him. I do think we'll see him this year out the gate. I don't know. I mean, you know of course how the pirates like operate. <laughs> uh it's yeah. impossible he could. But um, certainly. So, and the next one, I'm going to butcher this. So, you got to help me out, Jim. But <laughs> Rowan Z Contreras? Is it Rowan Z? Rowan Z Contreras. Awesome. That's right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, another guy. Uh, of course, yeah. he's younger. Um, same thing, though. Like, I mean, he definitely spins it, he's got the fastball up there. You know, I, I think with him, he can. I, I think he has more upside. You know, the floor isn't as good as you know, as we just mentioned with uh, you hurry but he's. I think in my mind, he's got more upside. Like when I looked and really looked into him, I was very intrigued by his stuff. Um, yeah. I Again, he's hasn't pitched since twenty
1: nineteen. Um, wasn't wasn't at the you know, the Yankees secondary site there, so oh, you know, there's not a whole lot apologize.
0: of um the-, the opposite. He's still isn't there, but he's got a very good four. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, it was your hurry I was looking at. I, I do like okay. that stuff. My bad. Anyways.
1: Yeah. And- so Contreras is out of the four, probably I mean I, I'm 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 good with him, but I'm probably the the least high on him. Um, but again, I think he is someone who could be a major league starting pitcher. I don't know how great he's necessarily going to be. Um, but again, you look at his minor league numbers, they're all great. Um, the peripherals aren't exactly what you'd want to see from him. You know, maybe you want to see some more strikeouts out of a guy, um, you know, in, in single eight ball, but again, he's young. So he's got some time to develop international guy. So, you know, maybe it's maybe it takes him a little bit longer, maybe an additional year or two. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how he does. Um, but another another arm with with potential that that you you're throwing into the system. So there's, like I said he's he's loading up on on guys like this.
0: Yes, and, and of course, arms himself. Like they definitely, you can tell he's loading up on arms. Like in every deal, there's definitely yep. been a lot of arms. This one, four guys, two arms, two positional players um so let's get to the next one Kanan Smith now we're moving away from pitchers right got ourselves a hitter here and there's a lot a lot to like about this guy um of course thing that stands out everyone's been talking the hardest contact rate right the hardest exit velocity um among the Yankees here the guy makes some really good contact he's got some speed he's got some power you know maybe not. If you were going to compare who has the highest ceiling, and I just like to do this because, of course, he's a newer prospect, Hunter Head or Kanan Smith, who are you going with? Um, I'm going. Hudson Head has higher ceiling and I said than Kanan Smith. Hudson
1: Head. <laughs> um, no, so, but but with Kanan Smith, I think um, I, I think what you again, it's it's a more of a low, it's a more of a high floor guy. I think. That's going you to be the next know, question, then, yeah. Who, who's the highest? Know, floor so. So like he has shown that he can hit, right? So he can hit and he can hit for average. He can hit the ball hard. Who knows if the power is going to get there or not. He it's really going to come down to, you know, his swing. Um, but he hits the ball hard. He hits the ball for average. Baseball America named him the, the best hitter for average in the Yankees system, which is, you know, that's, that's an accomplishment right there. <laughs> um, so he plays outfield corner outfielder. um So, you know, I think he's 20, he's 21. Yeah. 21 years old. Mm -hmm. Everything that I've seen on him, you know, he's kind of already grown into his body. So he's kind of maxed out his frame. So that'll be the one thing to look at is, you know, has he already reached his physical peak? Is he, you know, can he get bigger? Can he hit for more power? I don't know. Uh, So that'll be just something that we look at. Uh, I would guess he's probably someone who's like, uh, you know, maybe slated for double a, you know, this, this soft, this coming season. So look to see how he does, but yeah, as far as, as far as hitters go, you know, he's, he's going to immediately become, you know, one of the pirates top outfield prospects. He's probably top three or four outfield prospect now. Uh, and then some lists had had him as a dark horse candidate for, for a top 100. So, right. I know, I know, I know Eric, um, Eric at Fangraphs, Eric uh, Longenhagen, uh, really likes him, um, and actually had him as as somebody, you know, moving into the top one hundred for uh, for next year. So, um, depending on kind of how
0: he on how he does
1: this year, so he's he's
0: one of the guys he had on his on his board. And that's another thing I want to kind of pick up on here too. So, you know, we, we've mentioned how the power system has been pretty deep. Uh, you know, no real stars. One thing I think they've been lacking on, as far as position, though, has been outfield, and they've definitely, right now, in these, you know, a couple of trades, have brought in two impactful type of guys. You know, like, like you said, like Hunterhead. Definitely see, not Hunter. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know why. That's that's going to be my name, I guess, this year. That's um, going to be that's going to be your thing. Yeah. There you go. And then uh, Kanan Smith, like, like both these guys. And it's just, as we mentioned, I mean, they're not there yet, but they can be, but they definitely have the ability to be an impactful outfielder. So, again, just deepening out. Um, Our middle infield's pretty deep right now and talented. We do add another one in this trade. So, again, Mikel Escato. you had some love getting into this conversation about Escato. I know a lot of people do. Um, Again, we're talking about a young, young. This guy is now 18. Um, give it up, Jim. Tell us about Escado. I mean,
1: I think he's the one who I'm most excited about in this trade. Uh, he definitely has the most upside out of everyone. Again, super young, so he's, he's far off, but you look at what he did in the Dominican Summer League in 2019, and he just tore the league up. Um, just absolutely tore it up. Um, hit 315 with a 429 on base percentage and a 552 slugging percentage just killed the ball um and that was at age 17 so it's now he's now going to be in the states right so he's he will now face way better competition um but yeah he is 18 years old um and and you got to love the upside here. He played second base mostly um, in 2019, but from what I'm hearing, the Pirates are going to make him a shortstop, which is what he is naturally, but the Yankees just had a lot of depth there. So he was just playing second base. So Pirates are going to bring him up as a shortstop. Um, and and again, this is the one that I'm mostly looking forward to seeing because he has a ton of upside. Um he also has a very low floor. Like, who knows who who knows what he's gonna be, um, right. but it's it's the, a wild. Card. There's yeah, there's some potential here for something um, pretty special, just based off of those Dominican numbers. Since we didn't get to see him at all, you know, this last year, and he you know he wasn't in fall instructs, he, so like, there's really no data on him over the last year. Uh-huh. So did he get better? I don't know. So like I said, he's, he's, he's probably the guy out of these four that I'm most excited to see how he can perform in 2021. Um, just to see, okay, is this the guy who's going to take that next step? Because he's someone where if he takes that next step, then, then he is a top 100 prospect, like based off of those Dominican numbers. If he comes to over to the United States and he does that here, he's a top 100 prospect. If he doesn't, then, He's not, <laughs> so 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 it, so it's just a, so so that's
0: that's what I'm most excited about is seeing him this year, seeing if he can take that step, right? And and I think that's a great way of like summing up this whole thing again. And I probably got minus Contreras, like all of these guys have that upside that you're talking like in a year or two. These guys could be in top one hundred lists. You know now you're talking about a very impactful guy, not just depth, mm-hmm. uh, and that's just in this trade. So I'm with you and and right, like you have to just be drooling over Scott right now. Like like you said, like seeing those numbers. So to put it out here, he was eighth in the Dominican uh, in 2019 in OPS. Yeah, the OPS of 981. You know, and right, like as a middle infielder, who I know it's so far away. He's so young, but as of right now, again, like he does look as to be, whether it's short or second, a middle infielder. So, you know, probably not going to be pushed off to, like, outfield or third base, potentially, as of right now. So, um, yeah, like, to have another middle infielder with an impactful bat like that, we we know how exciting that can be. I mean, there's only a guy called, you know, Cruz in our system. Who is that? Which I still don't think he's going to be a middle infielder, but we're we're still there. We're calling him a short, shortstop right <laughs> now. but But, right, I mean, like, that's that's intriguing this guy can can flat out hit he was dominating down there and he's a shortstop so yeah to really sum up this package for me i do um i'm not in love with it right but i'm very intrigued by like i want to see these guys develop and see where they can go because this can definitely be a win for the pirates so so easily unfortunately um I mean, I look at it just Yahori, like
1: based off of what I've seen, he alone should at least become an average big league starter. Like I, 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 I think he's, I think that's what he could be. Um, so I, that's, again, I'm really impressed with this package that the Charrington was able to get um, really, really excited about some of these guys. Um, Contreras. I'm not like super high on, but the other three, I, I really like, like I said, Yahori, I don't, I don't think the upside is there for him to be like an ace or anything, but, but I, right, I, I think right. he's a, I think, I think he's a, he's a major league starting pitcher, um, which, which that alone is valuable, right. Uh, for, for two years of a, of a, of a tie on coming off a of second Tommy John. So I, I think him alone, you know, it's going to be hard to to call this deal a failure just based off of him. Like, I think he's going to provide some value. And then the other guys, like I said, it's just pure, pure upside. Yeah. I'm excited to see what these guys can do. And, you
0: know, I'm, so like I said
1: more excited, more excited about this trade than the Musgrove trade. So I got, I can't stress fair. that enough.
0: That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I, I think yeah, there's more, more intriguing people to keep your eye on for the next few years. Um, yeah. Anyway. So I wanted to get that to that point too. So like you mentioned, you know, we're talking about win and losses and such. And, you know, it's, it's so unfair to really say that to any trade right when it happens, but to this one especially. Um, but what I just want to put out there too, because we know what's going to happen, of course. You know, like I'm talking the, the, the likelihood of James and Tom being a very, very good pitcher is very, very low. But as people who watch the Pirates and follow him along, you know, deep down inside, he's going to be a star. <laughs> and I hope he is. Like, I wish nothing yes. but that for him. Because... Right. He is, like, he's such a great guy. You know, there's, there's no one I would bet money on more than him to do it. You know, what he's already endured and come back from, he's mentally capable of this. This is nothing for him. So, you know, he, he has the ability to do that. But what I want to say right now as well, because, again, as we know it's going to happen, see, a bit facetiously, but if Jameson Tyon comes out and he be, becomes this star, right, he goes to New York, and Cole's leading the way, and he's right there, and, and we're seeing what Cole and Tyon should it be for the Pirates, right? We see that out of Jamison. This is still a win for me. Like, I'm not going to look at this and say, we did the wrong thing. I don't believe we did the wrong thing. I, I, if this was the package that we got, by no means did I want Ben Charrington to keep Tyon going to the season and try to get more out of him. To me, it's just too damn risky too risky and i know we talked mm-hmm. about living in our fears before but <laughs> but like to me y- this is a good package like as we mentioned like if if jameson town is a good pitcher a productive pitcher this is still probably a very good package for it. like i think the only only way you could look to say oh they're the pirates got fleeced again is if Town goes out there and becomes a stud but i'm okay with that i'm perfectly okay for that happening yeah,
1: I mean, I, I am. I, I agree with you. I agree with everything you just said. Um, I, I hope he does come out and and makes the trade look good, look bad. Honestly, that would be I, I I'd be fine with that. Um, and, and I don't think it would really change the fact that the Pirates were going to have to trade Tyone anyways, mm-hmm. right? And and I really don't the odds of him becoming a pitcher who could get more than this package just are not high. Again, I hope he, I hope he is, gets there, but the the odds just based off of everything that we've seen with pitchers coming off of a second Tommy John surgery, this is not the type of package that you would typically get for a pitcher coming
0: off a second Tommy John. Great. Actually, I I mean, has anyone gotten a package? Like that's the other thing why I'm shocked yeah. again. Like I, what's the president for this? When has any team traded for a guy coming off a second Tommy John without even seeing him? He hasn't pitched at all. Right? Like, he's still throwing bullpen sessions right now. (laughs) Like, that's why I'm just... Mm -hmm. I am baffled that this is what we got. So, again, like, for me going back to saying I probably wouldn't be upset with any trade we had. Like, if it was just your hurry, I would have been okay. I'd have been like, you know what? Here's what we got in return. I'm cool with it. But, like, we got two other... High upside wild cards, you know, and Contreras with this. Like, I'm very, very happy with this deal. And you're right. Like, no matter how mm-hmm. Jameson produces, this is a very solid package, what, what the Pirates are wanting him to do. I agree. All right. I'm happy with it. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Was there something else that we wanted to dive in or talk about? I think that was everything, for the most part. Okay. All right. Well, then, I guess yeah. there you have it. Um. Oh, yeah. well, here's some news. But Tanaka's in negotiations with Japan. So, all this talk about him potentially going back Interesting. looks as if we're there. So, the impact of Jameson Town going back or not back, going to New York. Pretty much the deal. Tanaka's not going to New York, and it looks like he's going over. That's interesting. Wow, that's crazy.
1: Because that's you would think some team out there would be throwing out a lot of money for Tanaka.
0: Yeah, I guess I'll, I, I want to know how much they're going to give him to make sense, but I guess maybe this is how we yeah. can pivot, because this is a guy I was kind of thinking about. Pirates... So, so actually, I did want to bring up something else. Odovino. The Pirates
1: aren't spending that much money.
0: No, but (laughs) Odovino. So, I guess it was kind of funny how this deal happened. And then the next day, Odovino was salary dumped to the Red Sox. Mm -hmm. Like, why not the Pirates? Are you up in arms that the Pirates didn't go ahead and try to make that package bigger by adding Odovino to it? Because he's a potential, you know, trade deadline flip. Peace, okay.
1: I mean I would have I would have certainly been in favor of that happening <clears throat> you know if, if that was ever on the table I would I, um, I would have been all for the Pirates adding a bad contract to get a better prospect or get getting higher value prospects in return that's something that I feel like this team can certainly do especially with the payroll with where it's at right now mm-hmm um, that's that's kind of something we should be actively looking to do is either take on a contract for prospects, or I said again, sign some sign somebody here, so to see if we can if we can generate some value at the trade deadline because right now they still have not signed a free agent this year, and I don't even know who's going to play center field right now. I have no idea who our center fielder is going to be. <laughs>
0: um it's gonna be they, they,
1: could clear, they could clearly. they could clearly add they could clearly add some some pitching um
0: what's Dyson yeah, up to these I, days Are we get him gonna get him back to the pirates him for some more international yeah. money even though you can't i don't assume. know well he signed he signed
1: with us last year because there <laughs> there wasn't anything else out right. there wasn't too pleased so, with it
0: so
1: <laughs> we'll see i don't know
0: yeah. No, I, I guess I. that's the one last point I want to bring up. You know, it was kind of weird that that happened the next day, which I know the Yankees did it, so they can, of course, clear some money. But yeah, I was like, well, Pittsburgh, like, Charrington, why, why weren't you just going and do this then? Like, why didn't you expand upon it? Um, So, I don't know. I, I guess what it tells me, I don't know. For one, if either Charrington just wasn't pleased with what it would have done to the package, like, uh, for him, I don't really care to get, because it's not as if the the Red Sox got a Good prospect for him. I mean, there's not a whole lot of upside in in, in Frank, uh, whatever his name was. Can't think of it off the top of my head, but there's not a whole lot of upside with him. So it's not like I got a good package. I guess the thing is that if Ottavino is good, you could flip him flip him at the deadline. Um, right. But it's like I don't know. Maybe if he has ten million dollars to play with, maybe I guess his mind is it's not going to be on Adovino. Um But yeah, to me that was like that perfect type of player because he's been very productive course 2020 was a weird year wasn't that great of a season for him mainly came in one one outing but uh yeah i, I don't know so i guess it's not so much the odd himself like that one i'm not going crazy about it's just the fact that it wasn't done makes me believe are we going to see the pirates do that or is it nutting saying no we're not spending money to me, I, mean, I where it's like, I don't know if we're going to so, see too many signings to try to. It, well, it's not really something that it. they've done in the past. It's not something they've done in the past either. Um, I know, but also, I mean, we talk about parallel. It's never been like this. Pathetic. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, we'll see. I don't in, I don't expect the Pirates to do, do anything like that. Honestly, no. I'm, I'm in the I'm in the boat right now where I just I don't see this team spending money. Mm-hmm. I'm with you.
0: I, I really think oh, that this payroll is gonna be probably below forty million dollars. Start the season. It's gonna be it's gonna be bad. And if it's not, it's gonna be like right at forty, forty one. Yeah. Something like that. Because we know like Fraser's yeah. probably getting traded too and let's see. Um all right. So that was pretty much it. Uh anything else you want to do, touch on?
1: That's it. I gotta I gotta get to get to my
0: real job now. Oh boy. All right. <laughs> We're out of here. We'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.
1: See you guys.